You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, guys? Welcome to the smartest guys in marketing, Taylor Welch. Um, yeah, Chris Evans. Taylor Welch. Hey, it's Taylor Welch. <laughs> thanks for thanks for uh, bringing me into this, bro. You're trying hey, to take we're the business. Back. You trying to push me out of the business right now? We're back in black. I got. We both have black tees on. If you're seeing the video, Chris is rocking a hat with the lion on it, like a crazy person. But, bro, this uh, is my anti-human works. trafficking hat. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Is it because there's a, I don't get it. There's a lion on it, or lions eat the perverts, oh, okay. or something like that. We're moving on. We're moving on, <laughs> guys. We have a very special uh, treat: chocolate dipped golden honey drops of wisdom for you today. We have a client on from Australia, right? Yes. It's one in the morning. She's barely keeping her eyes awake. She's drinking Red Bull Mountain Dew. Espresso plugged into her veins. It is so good to have you on. We're going to break down some uh, some lessons, some experiences, and maybe just go on a rabbit trail or two. Love it. Okay. Yeah, are you going to uh, interview – are you going to say who her name was? I you just want me to say that? Well, I feel like you should You're say kind of that because you wrote the questions. <laughs> You're kind of blowing this intro, bro. Sorry. The amazing hey. Sonia Stateman. That's how you pronounce Stavin. your last name, right? Stabman. Yeah, Stabman. <laughs> sure, we're, we're amazing. You just did a TED Talk. I did last week. How a was TEDx that? Talk. TEDx. Look, it was really amazing. It's, a, it's such a, an incredible experience to be on the stage and really to be talking about my mission and, and what I'm doing. And, and um, yeah, it was, a, it was a complete experiment experience. I highly recommend you're, it. You're so successful. So with that being said, can you give us your quick 30-second background or your background in 30 seconds? My background in 30 seconds. Um, Look, I've spent the last two decades helping women navigate the business arena, Uh, started out with an advertising agency, and then moved into full-time coaching about 12 years ago. Wow, that was well done. Very quick. So people are probably wondering, you guys said she was in Australia, but she doesn't sound like she's Australian. Correct. You're a Yankee. Cool. Mm, born in living New York. Down under. Yep. Raised in Texas and living in Melbourne. So is America definitely better in Australia, right? Um, it definitely has its pluses and a few negatives at the moment as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll jump into it. Can you just give us a quick like view of where you were before you came into the world of client kit traffic and funnels yeah look i i've obviously been doing my business for a really long time um very committed to my mission uh loving working with clients i've worked with so many clients over the years and i think i was just really focused on my mission and um, giving to my clients and i wasn't as focused on growth and putting myself Mm. in an environment where there's a huge amount of growth and so that was really what I was thinking about when I joined CK and um, yeah, just really being able to take my business to a different level. 
So what was your goal coming into the client kit? Uh, my goal was to increase my revenue and income stream and to, to be able to scale my business. So how has it changed from before client kit to coming into client kit? What have you seen different? Wow. There's a lot that's changed. I mean, I think the, the biggest change obviously is my mindset and just my capacity for normalizing a greater level of success and growth for my business. And that's probably like the greatest thing that I've shifted and changed and gained is being able to even see myself in a different light than I did before. How does that affect the people that you're working with? Oh, look, it's, it's great. This is, it's a huge benefit. I mean, this is the beauty of investing in ourselves or, you know, getting mentors, getting people who are succeeding in a different way than we are, is that not only does that increase our capacity and our mindset and what we experience, but it does a huge amount for all of our clients. They get all of that normalization and they get all of that success and experience as well. So it's like, it's, it's a beautiful ripple effect, if you will. I love that you just said that because I think a lot of times people look at making an investment or a purchase decision as just impacting themselves. And I don't want to use the word selfish because most people have the competency to process, you know, growth in my business allows me to do good things for other people. But what you just said is actually massive because like for Chris and I, like we just invested, you know, we, we just made a six figure investment into working with a consultant. And uh, we're going through, Chris called it waterboarding earlier. It's his onboarding, but it's basically waterboarding. And all of the things we're able to take from this guy, and this guy's been in the, in the marketing arena for 40 years. We're able to take that now and, you know, really upgrade the quality and caliber of what we do for clients, which improves how you do what you do for your clients. And there's this massive ripple mm-hmm. to investing in yourself. And there's a massive cost. If that's true, that means there's a massive cost to not investing in yourself. So true. So true. And I see that time and time again, too, with my clients that, you know, or or people that I'm around all the time, business owners who are afraid to invest in themselves and then they don't grow and they don't create that environment for the clients. And yeah, it's, it's really important. So selfish. You also hit on environment, which is great because we talk about environment all the time. Um, And I think that we've really tried hard and, been strategic about the environment that we create. Michael, um, who is actually going to be on the show later, I think he said it was quite turned on. <laughs> Did you hear that, Chris? Yeah. Is that an Aussie uh, thing? Because he's actually Australian. Turned on? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think they use that a lot here. Yeah. He said, he said the environment is quite turned on. Uh, <laughs> or like, switched on is another word. Sw- yeah. Switched on. Switched on. Um, has the environment been like a big part for you uh, in moving forward? huge like it's 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 one i mean you know of course the mentorship and the things that we learn the things we gain are huge but the environment for me is the key like if i if i'm not surrounded by people who are doing a lot better than me like i need to sort of be the small fish like that's where i thrive you know when there's a bigger environment and a huge room for me to grow and change and shift yeah the environment's everything and everything everyone's amazing in the group like they're just awesome people yeah. Hey, can you break down just a little bit more detail about what you do for clients, how you help them achieve results? 
Yeah, look for, I, I take women who are in service businesses and they've probably been in business for a while and they're overwhelmed. They're doing too many things. They're not focused. They're not streamlined. Um, their business is overcomplicated, if you will. Mm. And so really what I do is clarify where they want to go, simplify and streamline their business, help them really, really focus um, so that they can get a really sol solid business foundation. Um, and that's the main part of my beginning program is really just streamlining them so that they're making income, they're making impact, they're not overusing their energy, um, and they're, they're mm. finding a lot more balance and freedom. So what's the, what's the differences and the challenges that women have compared to the dudes out there? Obviously, I think women are just like amazing heroes, especially if you're married and have kids, right? So there's a lot more there. Like what, how do you see that being more of a challenge or is it? You know, for the okay. female entrepreneurs. <clears throat> I, I think, because I've worked with men as well in the past, but I think that women have very specific things that we have to navigate in business and it's different than men. So it's not necessarily harder or worse or more. It's just, it's just specific to women. So it's how we navigate our emotions, which I think actually are our superpowers. So using our emotions in business is incredibly mm. effective, I think. And so I think it's, you know, also the things we have to navigate because there's quite a lot of sexism in the business arena and in the world. So there's various sort of things that we have to navigate that are different than what men have to deal with. And we just operate differently. So I think that's the piece is I'm, I'm really good at understanding women, understanding how we think, how we operate, how to navigate sort of our internal structures. And it's, it's really effective in, in helping women move forward. So let's say, you know, we have a lot of females that listen to the podcast, probably more than men because we're so handsome, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's like, let's just kind of drop some, a couple, you know, value bombs. If you're, if you're open to that, identifying maybe a big problem that females have in business, you know, or, or women entrepreneurs have in business. What's one thing that they can take away from this interview that you would say, okay, if if these ladies can get one thing from me right now, what would be that message to help spark them on and push them forward in their business? Look, I think it's in valuing the feminine part of us and our gifts. Like I think that is one of the biggest challenges that women face is they're not valuing themselves. They're not valuing what they bring to the table. And a lot of times they're burning themselves out trying to be more masculine. Um, and I think that's a, that's a huge piece of being able to recognize how valuable whatever they're bringing to the table is to their business, mm. to the world, to their clients. And, and so it's really about starting to appreciate and recognize those gifts and be able to use them more effectively. I have something to say on that. If you are a man or a dude, as Chris likes to call it, some of the stuff that, uh, like, don't tune this out. Because, like, we, when Chris and I first started, you know, we're obviously two guys and we're from the South and you know, there was a lot of our marketing that was pretty tuned to a male audience. Well, what we found is over the years, like a lot of our powerhouse clients are actually females who come True. in and they've got, a, they've got massive, massive whys behind why they want to build their business, which gives them this crazy drive that they're just never going to give up. And so I think like, if you are a guy, it like, don't tune this out. Cause like, if you sell to 
if your audience has women in it, there's a lot you can learn from, mm. you know, the things that you're saying. I just had that thought earlier because I can see some like, you know, Texan hillbilly just like, ah, skip this podcast. <laughs> I'm a guy, you know. Yeah. yeah that's a really yeah. good point. Anything to add to that, Sonia? Look, well, to just what you were saying, I agree that women have a really strong mission and, and sometimes that um, overcomes or that is almost more important to them than making income and stability. And that's one of the ways I think that women can um, shift and change what they're doing mm -hmm. as well is to, have, is to recognize how important profit and how important income is for, for them making more impact because I think they downplay it a lot. A lot of women are like, well, if I just make enough to be comfortable, I'm good. But they don't recognize how much they can do when they have a lot more income and they, how much more imp, inc, impact they can make. And I think that's so important. And I, what oh, you were saying- Oh, dropping bombs. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> Keep going. Go what, Sorry. what were you saying? What you were saying as well, Taylor, I think is really true. Cause I think like, I think men and women, we have different attributes and we operate differently in some ways, but there's so many things that are really relevant to both. I mean, the why we do things is really relevant to both. How we might carry that out or how we might bring about that impact might look different, but you know, it's very important that both women and men have their why, right? That's what drives us. That's what motivates us. It has to be that internal motivation because if we're not motivated internally, we're, we're gonna burn out. We're not gonna be sustainable. Yeah, 100%. Chris, anything to add to that or you want me to? I've got a question. Go ahead, bro. So I'm going to ask you a dangerous question. Dangerous. Uh, this is dangerous. This is risky. You know, nobody else is doing this kind of stuff. I'm going to be on the cutting edge. I'm going to take us places no one else is. This is a final frontier. are the riskiest guys in marketing. What, <laughs> what are some things? I want to ask you, what are some things that you did, you really enjoyed and benefited from working with us? But I also want you to tell us, a thing or two, not too many, but a couple of things that you maybe didn't enjoy or think that we could do better, you know? Be brutally yes. honest. Okay. But not on the I'll things wait. that you didn't like. <laughs> no. Just downplay those a little bit. <laughs> like here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I don't like about marketing. That I don't like about what most of the guys are doing is you look at their podcasts, or you look at their case studies, you look at their sales pages, and it's only the good stories. It's only like, oh, this person made a million dollars without an internet connection in Zimbabwe, you know, and they only tell like all the good stuff, but I think there's great power. And, you know, we're like normal people We're we have a really great, we're great program as you can attest to, but there are probably things that we can do better. I want to hear that from you being a client, you know? Yeah. Look, I mean, what I absolutely love is the environment, the learning, like it's and, and the normalizing of success. Like I've talked about that a few times, like the, the actually normalizing a greater level of success. Like that's what's so cool. And you guys are so down to earth and real and transparent. And, and that's one of the reasons that I really joined is because there's a lot of integrity. And for me, that's a key. If there's not integrity, I can't, I can't be into a program. It's just not going to happen. Right. So I think, you know, those are some of the things that I really love about the program. And I think, you know, as far as things that could be improved or shifted, I mean, and I've, I've actually voiced this already is that I think there could be more women in, you know, in the program, as far as like coaches or people that are sort of contributing in that way. I think women bring such an interesting perspective. Um, so I, I, that's sort of one of my things. I mean, it was, I was really worried about the boys club mentality when I joined, like that was the one bro of the club. Things. 
Yeah. That was one of the things I was concerned about, you know, will I be able to fully learn? Will they understand what I'm going through? Like, you know, what will that be like? And, and so I was concerned about that, but it, it ended up being good because I feel like you guys do so much work on mindset and you talk so much about some of the internal stuff. And for me, that really hit home and that was, that's really important. So, you know, I think, yeah, if I was going to prove anything, it would really be kind of bringing more women into the fold and bringing more women's perspectives to some of the, the things that you guys are doing. You want to join our team? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a coach. We need more female coaches. Bring it on. You're a yeah, baller. Look, amazing. <clears throat> That's awesome. So, uh, Sonia is now, she's graduated from the Infant Boys Club. She's now in uh, what we call our upper echelon. So, we're working together for a good little bit just to kind of scale you up, grow your business. How can people, if someone's like, this sounds awesome, I want to get on her list, so I want to learn more about her. Um, where do you hang out? How do they connect with you? Uh, look, you can always go to my website, which is soniastatman.com, easy. Or I also have a podcast that's called The Liberation Lab for Women in Business. So you uh -oh. can go to theliberationlab.com and check out my podcast as well. Are you going to have us on and interview us for your podcast? We don't, we're, not, we're not doing interviews right now, but that sounds really fun. It's always me and my co-host, and we are always talking about feminist issues, so we should definitely bring you guys into the fold and see how you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We can bring our wives. That would oh, be interesting. Oh that would gosh. be interesting. Do you, uh, do you have like a favorite resource, blog, book, podcast that people can take away from today? Oh, it's so funny. Everyone asks me these questions. I've, I've got a constant flow of things, right? Whatever I need at the time. So, I mean, your podcast is of course great. There's, I listen to a lot of feminist podcasts. So if someone's into that, like that's something that I'm really into. Taylor's um, really into that. <laughs> yeah. Feminist podcast. That, that's really yeah. good. Um, it's yeah, my passion. It's my mission. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, it's hard to say, I mean, there's just so many things going on that I'm sort of into at one time. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite TEDx talk? Oh, Brene Brown, hands down. Yes. I've listened yeah. to that one. She's amazing. And Chris, her books are amazing as well. Like Chris I have probably them. Hasn't. You haven't. No, have you? no okay. I haven't. It's not a I know who Brene Brown is though. Yeah. She's I'm glad that, that. I'm glad that you're hooked up with me so i can give you all the resources <laughs> i'm smart i know how to leverage people sonia you're awesome thank you so much for getting on um we care so much about you we there's such good days ahead thanks for being honest hey. yes and uh yeah we'll look forward to being interviewed on your podcast because you owe us okay. one day. yeah that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> all right see you all guys right, hey okay. go check out sonia statman Yes, thank you. You can find her website at trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leave a review for the podcast too. That's it. This is the podcastfactory.com.